Welcome to The Real Review, sponsored by Parametric and Lazy Ape Studios, where you get some of the latest happenings, real thoughts, and perspectives in the world of film and television. And this is our coming soon and new segment. Uh, this is where we cover all of the coming soon films. They're going to be leasing, releasing, rather. Release them. Leasing, yeah. Leasing in the next few days or so. And uh, we also talk about some film news. But uh, we are going to actually lay off of the film news today, correct, Matt? Correct. Yeah, because we got a couple film, a few films to talk about one in particular which is a very big release uh coming out this week and we've been both looking forward to pretty expectantly which yes. is uh, alien covenant indeed indeed indubitably so uh matt why don't you uh, give them some different ways that they can go uh get connected to the show though before we get into our different films coming you soon. know you all can get connected with us <laughs> sounds at, like a threat <laughs> you know you could go and get connected right. yeah you know you can get connected <laughs> with us on our website which is realreviewmedia.com you can uh, find us on all the social media interwebs connected cinematic universe, yeah. uh, whether that be Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, and that's at Real Review Media, real spelled R E E L. And um, you can also send us an email. Let us know what's up. Let us know if there's something specific you want us to talk about or not talk about. Yeah, you know, uh, so just, Real Review Media yeah. at Gmail dot com. Right. Yeah. Just go get connected. What do we care? Whatever. <laughs> right, whatever. I don't care. Just go get connected. Whatever. Mr. Joel Passive-Aggressive. <laughs> cutting hair. Hey, you started. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I did so. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no worries. It's Yeah, definitely check those things out. It would be great to get connected. Uh, we're always posting lots of fun stuff up there, and uh, we love to hear from our audience uh, about the things we're doing right, things we're doing right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Everybody's expecting to say something different, but no, we, we just want to hear what we're doing right on the show. So I'm kidding. We'd love to hear it all. Um, so we are going to get into now then talking about our upcoming films. So why don't we go ahead then and start with the big one? Let's start with the big one, man. We'll get that big one out of the way, which is Alien Covenant. Matt. I think I'd rather just stay on this one the whole time and not talk <laughs> about the other ones. Yeah, there's at least one that I might watch. Other than this film. Other than Alien Covenant? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because we have to talk about it. Not because I want to. Right. Matt. You get you get the you oh man, I'm gonna you need to pick the bad one this time. Okay, so I'll one. see Alien Covenant. No. Yeah, we're both gonna see that one. I'm talking about We'll both about, see that. No, I got I'm you. talking about the one with the two words that for some reason have a conjunction between them. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. So this first movie is Alien Covenant. Uh, the crew of the colony ship bound for a remote planet discover an uncharted paradise with a threat beyond their imagination and must attempt a harrowing escape and this is directed by ridley scott stars michael fassbender uh katherine watterson billy crudup danny mcbride damian carmen <laughs> ajogo and um how did that go bitch and even numi rapace is in like the prologue that was released uh, a couple weeks ago yeah um which we're still waiting to find out if she's gonna play a bigger role i don't think she will play a Pretty significant I don't, know. Role, I don't but, think so. I think there's yeah. a big time gap between yeah. those two. But right. um, if if you don't know what we're talking about, so this movie is a prequel to the Alien original Alien film, mm -hmm. but it's a sequel to the Prometheus film that came out in 2012, I think. Yes. And uh, Prometheus was what I found to be a very divisive movie among yeah. people. Yeah. Um, I actually liked it. I found mm -hmm. it to be pretty. Uh, suspenseful and I, I don't know I, I enjoyed it I, I think I saw what Ridley Scott was trying to do but I think the biggest mistake was is that um, it, they didn't know how to market it <laughs> and so yeah um, a lot of people were like hearing, oh, wait, is this an, this is an alien prequel? We're going to see alien. You don't really even see the <laughs> classic xenomorph alien at that all. Was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of plot issues to me, yeah. but that was one of my major disappointments was that we were expecting a prequel to alien. Right. 
And what you got was a sidequel kind of thing that was like, it was a prequel, but it didn't really necessarily tie into any aspects right. of the Alien film right. in specifics. Like, you just kind of had general to-dos about, right. about it. So that was a general frustration. Right. I had plot issues that I also felt like were there. It was a gorgeous visual film. As in all um, Ridley Scott films Right, are, he does yeah. an amazing job with the visual style. It was also some of the characterization. Right. It didn't make sense why certain people would making certain decisions. It just felt like people are dying because of stupid things, right. which is never a good reason. Like, I mean, I'm not going to go into right. all that. No, yeah, we're talking okay. about a different thing, but yeah, yeah so... I'm a bit, I'm excited for this film. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited to get back into the Alien franchise. The original Alien and Aliens, the sequel, were I mean, some of my favorite films of all time. Right. And I've been wanting to get like a real solid prequel from this. Um, I'm hearing kind of mixed things still a bit about it. I'm hearing some people say they really liked it. Some people saying like, eh, it's all right. Um, sure. I'm hearing a lot of people because this is part of what I believe is a trilogy that he's going to be doing yeah. of- the other well, initially prequels. he said it's going to be like four movies. Right, yeah. I don't know if that's... Yeah, well, I've heard, I haven't, I don't know if they've updated this, but you've got three, two more movies that are going to come out after this that are directly tied to the storyline before it does eventually meet up with the actual Alien franchise mm -hmm. and the, the original Alien type film. So I'm interested in that. Um, some of the feedback that I'm hearing about it is that it's not an important film in the series. That although cool things happen and it's good visually and there's good acting and really good action and special effects... There's just no real reason to put all of this alone in like one film. That nothing really of significant major, like major things happen, but there's no reason to like divide it into the three films like they're You're doing. You're talking in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, in the yeah. grand scheme of things. Like scream of things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's what I'm hearing. Again, neither of us have seen it. So yeah. I don't know if that's the case or not. No, I, I don't. Actually, mind that if that's the case. I, I just want this to be a movie. I want to enjoy myself. I want to be scared. Yeah. Um, and that's one thing I am hearing that there are some pretty intense moments. Yeah. Um, and I that's so maybe it, you should go see this. I'm I'm pumped <laughs> I'll about stick with that. The other ones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. I think it's gonna be it. I think I think they worked out some of their flaws. This, you know, this this was originally gonna be titled like Prometheus Two Paradise Lost or something like that. Right. And so. They're like, all right, let's get away from that. Let's just call it Alien mm -hmm. and be really upfront about what this is going to be about and that it's going to have Alien in it, you know, right. the Alien in it that we know. Yeah. And I think they did a brilliant job on the marketing right off the bat when they released that first poster with the face and it just said run. I was yeah. like, yes, this is such a great poster. <laughs> marketing has been pretty awesome. I know. I was surprised they actually showed you. I, I think that is the Xenomorph at the yeah. end of the trailer. Well, so I, it might be a, like a early stage Xenomorph or something yeah. like that. I was pretty impressed. So, like shocked that they actually showed you as much as they did. Right, the I know. I was like, wow, you're actually, because that's kind of one of the things they've known from the trailers is that they never really, until the later films where it was kind of like everybody knew what the Xenomorphs were, right. they always kind of hid that. You know, even in Prometheus, you never yeah. got a sense of what the monster was going to be. Yeah. So, and I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about it. Um, this is definitely on, I think it was something we talked about as being on our most anticipated yep. for the year. Yeah. And, it's, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Keep no, I'm gonna say I'm I'm just I'm really I'm really excited. I think it's gonna be something worth checking out. If you're into that sort of thing, it's definitely gonna be intense. Mm. Um I'd probably say um close to some of those intense uh moments that you saw in Prometheus, more specifically the Caesarean. Yeah. But man, that was a really hard scene to get through. I was <laughs> yeah. like, Oh my gosh. That was a tough one. There but, was some iconic scenes from that film. 
Visually. Yeah. I mean, that was very visually iconic. I mean, with the cutting and the, that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Super crazy. Yeah. So I, I think for me, I'm excited about it still. I think my excitement has gone down a little bit just on the basis of what people are saying of it because I, although I love the Alien franchise, we talked about that, it uh, that in a sense, that means it needs to be important to me. Yeah. It needs to have a reason for being its own standalone film. And if those reasons aren't strong enough, then I'm going to feel like in a, I'm going to feel like it's a bit cheap for the series. It's kind of like they're just trying to cash in on it a little bit, which is going to taint it for me a little bit. Okay. So I'm hoping that's not the case. I'm still trusting I'm going to enjoy it. It's still getting really good Rotten Review scores and everything like that for the most part. Yeah, it's at 75 right now. 75 right now, which is still really good. Certified fresh. Yep, certified fresh. So I I do think I'm still really going to enjoy it overall. Yeah. I actually think I'll probably, I'm going to make a prediction that I'm going to like this thing a little bit more. Than than, Prometheus. Then, well, no, I, I think I'm gonna like it a lot more than Prometheus, but mm. I think I'm gonna like it a little bit more than the 75. I think I'll probably get okay. an 80 somewhere. Okay. Remember that, because I'm gonna come back to this and, and double We're check. Hold sure. you to it, Matt. So my excitement level, I'd say right now, is probably like a nine out of ten. All right. Yeah, I'm at. I'd say more like an eight out of ten. Eight, eight point five out of ten. Kind of okay. It. Yeah. Very so, cool. Awesome. So then we are going to move on to our next film. Uh, this is a film that's also coming out this weekend. It's a Diary of a Wimpy Kid: The Long Haul. Well, this is a. F- what, what number is this in the series? Four. Four. Yep. Okay. And uh, it. So the funny thing about this one. Well, let me give you the synopsis first, and then we'll we'll talk about it a bit. Uh, a Heffleet family road trip to attend Mima's 90th birthday party, who I'm guessing is their grandma, uh, goes hilariously off course. Hilarious should be, I think, quoted in that, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, quotation yeah, yeah. marks there. But um, off course, thanks to Greg's newest scheme to get to a video game convention. Uh, it's directed by David Bowers. It stars uh, a few different people that are recognizable faces. Alicia Silverstone, Tom Everett Scott, uh, Charlie Wright, and Jason Drucker are kind of the big um, four. It's the family. Uh, Susan, Frank, Roderick, and Greg. And the interesting thing that I was mentioning when I was introducing this is that this is actually a recasting of pretty much, uh, yeah, all the roles. Right, right. So all these people, this is the fourth film in the franchise. They all got recasted as entirely different actors. I'm not sure why they recast some of them. I guess they needed to probably recast Greg's character, which is the wimpy kid, Mm -hmm. because he's probably getting too old at this point to continue playing that character. Or maybe they were doing it for financial reasons. Like maybe they couldn't afford to get this same group of people together for the rape. Steve's on. Yeah, Steve's right. on, yeah. So that the, we were joking about that too. So the original three films had Steve Zahn in them and now the father of, he's playing the father roles, uh, Frank. Now Frank has been replaced by Tom Everett Scott who did a film with Steve Zahn called That Thing You Do. And they're both in the Oneaters. Right, they're both in the Oneaters. <laughs> uh, the Wonders. And uh, it also has Alicia Silverstone, which I mentioned that uh, I haven't seen her in anything in a really, really long time. No. Um, so this is kind of like, wow, she's in this. I thought she was a decent actress. I didn't think she was like amazing, but she was good in the roles. Right. She had a really bad, I think, series of films that kind of came out around the same time because he had Batman and Robin, right. which is just awful. Yeah. You know? And she did uh, Blast from the Past, which I like that film, but it's a really silly kind of you got to be into cheese factor right. type film. Um, so, yeah. So I don't know. I, I watched the trailer for this, talk about the actual film. I did not enjoy the trailer at all nope. for it. I actually watched um, part of the first one and I think most of like the second one really? of the Wimpy Kids series. Okay. Yeah, because they were on HBO and I just checked them out because they were making so many of them. I'm like, right. well, they got to be good at least. Okay. Um, and they're definitely kids films. They're very silly humor. But, based off a book, right? Yeah, based off a book series. But they were good in their own merit. They okay. kind of had a weird edge to them. Gotcha. Because it's about a kid who's a really dorky kind of 
you know, nerdy kid. And it's, it's kind of a comedy of errors type things, yeah. but, and he's having a lot of bad things happen to him, but you know, then, then everything works out in the end and there's happy family and stuff like that. And he's not the only one that bad things happen to like bad things happen to a lot of the other characters in the story. Um, this one, it really just felt like stupid <laughs> is the best way to <laughs> right. put it. I don't know what other thing to say, but like it just, all of the humor feels very stupid you know, like, oh, they get a pig and the pig, you know, defecates all over the car. Yeah. You know, oh, they, he's feeding like a bird through the window and all the birds fly into the car and they get attacked. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, they're singing Spice Girls in the car because that's what parents do and that it's was... really bad. You know, so it's just like everything is just really dumb. Yeah. You know, um, so I, I don't know. Any thoughts, Matt? No, I have no thoughts. I've never seen any of these things. I've never read one of the books. Yeah. And this is not doing anything to make me feel like I'm missing out on something. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not necessarily, did, other than the fact that Tom Everett Scott is in it, I didn't even recognize him at first. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I like seeing him because that thing you do is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. And um, him being in La La Land kind of brought him back to the forefront of my mind again. I was like, oh, hey, cool. Yeah. Um, that might be, that might be a, a little bit of excitement to going to see it, but not really much. <laughs> You're excited. Really? You're excited? I, I'm 0.5 excited to see this movie. I got you. <laughs> so I get yeah. a 0.5 out of 10. Okay. Excitement. All right. Well, I, yeah, I'd say I'm like a little bit more excited than that. Well, you, you, you have a little bit more time invested. I do. I've seen the other ones, yeah. you know, some of them. So this is being the director for this actually did direct the last two films. Which is funny because the the last two, two films weren't amazing films by any right. stretch of the imagination, but they were funnier yeah. and they looked funnier and they had elements that like kind of like redeemable in a sense. So I'm sure. like, well, I don't know what happened with this one. I don't know why it, <laughs> it's falling so flat. I haven't had a chance to like look into all the writing credits and maybe they have a different screenwriter or something like that. But um, the, the one thing I will say is this kid who's playing Greg in it, the wimpy kid, his name's Jason Drucker. And this is just my personal opinion. This is going to sound really stupid, probably, but uh, I I think he's like a he's a, a Cartoon Network or not Cartoon Network. He's like a Disney actor, okay, or uh, either Disney or Nickelodeon. Like he's done shows on there before. And I have never seen a kid so young that looks like they have a receding hairline. Like I just I know really? that sounds ridiculous, but like look at when you get a chance, like look up some of his shot like photos they have for him, like headshots and stuff on IMDb, and you can just tell this poor kid probably in like two or three more years is probably not gonna have a lot of hair on the top of his head. Like he's already got a huge receding hairline, and it's just like ridiculous because it makes him look like he's got the face, like the head of like a much older person to me. You know, I don't know why. I, this is a completely side I point. I'm not seeing it. Maybe I'm not looking at the right. I'll photos. have to show you some photos <laughs> when we get there. Like it, 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 if you the curly haired photos, and I'm I'm almost like thinking he does this on purpose. He keeps his front of his hair really long, so it kind of yeah. goes over the receding hairline. But in the movie, he's got his hair kind of like in a bowl cut, yeah. like back, and it's shorter, and you can really see where the two sides of his hair like really receding. Right, right. So, I'm sorry, this is totally outside. Interesting. Outside of the point. It has nothing to do with his acting ability or anything like that. I'm just like, man, poor kid. I feel really bad for this guy. Luckily, he's getting a lot of good acting roles <laughs> at a young age. So, yeah. So, I'd say on a scale of excitement, I mean, maybe like a 1.5 out of 10 or All something All right. Like just because I've invested in the series a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you are invested, sir. Yeah. So, all right. So, good then, um, any, no further thoughts there, I'm guessing, right? No, we're good. Okay. So, then let's move on to the one that I was making the joke about earlier with the conjunction happening in the middle of, uh, it's not really a conjunction. I'm not, I'm not sure what you'd call it, but it's everything comma everything. Right. Yes. Everything, uh, everything, everything. Wait a minute. 
Everything. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is a film about a teenager who lives a sheltered life because she's allergic to everything, comma, right. <laughs> falls for the boy who moves in next door. Um, it's directed by Stella Meggie. Meggie? Meggie? Okay. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce that exactly. It stars um, Amandla Stenberg, Nick Robinson, and Aniki Noni, Nani Rose. It's the primary yeah. people that are in it. Yeah, there you go. Um, so- Matt, why don't you uh, talk about this one a little bit? Yeah, so, uh, and I thought it was Amanda, but it says Amandla. Interesting. So she uh, she, played, she, play, uh, she played Rue yeah. in uh, The Hunger Games. Yes. And uh, which I'm a huge fan of. But the, uh, I thought of three different movies when I saw this. I thought of um, The Fault in Our Stars, The Space Between Us more recently, and A Walk to Remember. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much a good way of putting it. Right, and that's exactly what I thought of, you know, somebody either dying or somebody that's like super ill or will die and there's someone who's trying to, you know, be with them romantically before that time is up to, yeah. you know, create some sort of tear jerker moment at the end. It's I totally get that. I th- <laughs> So the thing is is that I will say about this film and there's no there's no reviews coming out for it yet, so I'm guessing that it's probably not good sign but at least with the other scenarios right at least with the one with the the fault in our stars it's like that's something she is sick right right and there's nothing she can do about that um at least with the one with uh what's he's coming from jupiter whatever <laughs> mars mars whatever space, it is. Between, yeah, space us. between us that's like he didn't really do anything to deserve that and he's kind of like it's understandable that that would create like a bit of a weird scenario for them I feel like this is such a manipulative type thing. Yeah. If you're literally a kid that's like living in your house your entire life and you've never had a chance to step outside, like that's at some point you kind of have to go like, what kind of person is she going to be? If she's, if her mom has put in her head this idea, like you'd be probably a pretty messed up in the head person to the point where you wouldn't be able to have, I feel like a normal romantic relationship with somebody right. because I don't think you would necessarily even know you know, like think back with me, everybody. Like, <laughs> think back to like your first romantic relationship that you had with somebody, right? You know, and how awkward that probably was, and how bad that probably was. Like your first dating, and it was probably like you made mistakes, and you said stupid things, and you did things. Imagine being that person, but also being like in this scenario right, right. where you're stuck inside of a house. You might be sick. I mean, this would be this wouldn't play out in this romantic way, especially when you're working with a kid. I'm guessing like this kid who's probably had a lot of girlfriends. I mean, he looks like an attractive model-like kid. You know what I mean? He's probably yeah, had yeah. a lot of romance. So I don't think this would play out quite the way that they're making it to. Like I'm saying, like a fault in their stars, these are just like everyday normal people that right. just had ridiculously bad kind of circumstances thrust upon them. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. I, I just feel like this is a bit more far-fetched yeah. is what I'm trying to say, that it's it's a bit more beyond the believability scale of, of what kind of would happen. And I'm saying that even about a movie about a kid born on Mars right. coming to Earth, you know? Which happens every day. Yeah. And <laughs> there wasn't really anything for really, really me really to latch onto with this. It just feels like a straight up romantic type. The tween, trailer like had me rolling my eyes. Tween drama. Yeah. Like multiple times. Yeah. Like the whole thing <laughs> with him, like putting like the photos of the beaches yeah. on the, the glass, like you deserve to see the beaches. Yeah, it's so like, here's come on. A beach picture. Yeah. Here's a beach photo. I'm sure she has a computer with internet access. Yeah. You know, it's it, like that whole thing doesn't make sense to me. Does like her mom go through like a detox station before she comes into the house? Because in order to not bring in germs, 
Well, how they could only you? hang out when they're in the you know the hazmat suits. Yeah, like you'd have to be in a hazmat suit. It doesn't make any sense why this boy would be able to come into the house because he could be carrying like a, a flu or a virus. Like it doesn't. Or what if he's carrying? Saying, the it seems cure. a lot more far fetched. He could be carrying the cure, <laughs> lady. The come cure. on. Yeah, maybe this. <laughs> maybe halfway through, this turns into a zombie movie. Or maybe maybe we find out that love is really a cure. That would be the answer. <laughs> oh my gosh, Matt. The love is a cure. I find this horrible because the odds are actually really good that that's what's going to happen. I know. <laughs> that she's going to be like dying, but his love is going to save her. That's like the sad truth. She's going to be dying and then he's going to cry and the teardrop is going to fall. Into her mouth. Into her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to come back to life. Like, oh, the tears are the cure. Salty water the is love. the cure. <laughs> Something about your eye boogers makes you come back to life. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Sadness. Everything Everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> everything. Just everything, everything about this movie. So I don't know. So what's, what's my excitement level? What do you think? Um I'm I one. I'm not I'm I'm only because I have to have an excitement for it. I'm at like a point five or like a one out of ten, yeah. Okay. So I wanted to see if they take it a really crazy route and turn it into a zombie if movie. If they had through. done something like that, I think I would have been a bit more I think they're saving the twist. They're saving. They're the not going to show anything the, about it. The twist, yeah. That's why it's under embargo right now. The twist is it's about nothing. Yeah. Comma, nothing. It's a prequel a to a walk to remember. There you go. <laughs> I don't even know how that works. <laughs> it's a completely different character. I don't know what's yeah. happening right now. Oh my goodness. Okay. So yeah. All right. Well then, uh, any further thoughts about everything? No, everything. man. Wait, you didn't wait for me. Everything. 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 There you go. <laughs> so no further thoughts. Anyway. Um. Nothing. Nothing. Oh, there you go. That's my joke. That's my joke. <laughs> you just took my joke, Matt. Uh, it's all right. So, uh, well, with that, then we're going to go ahead and wrap up everything on the podcast today. I'm just going to do that from now on in the podcast. Whenever we say everything, we just have to give a pause for- Hold. Yep. Everything. Everything for uh, for us to move on. So, uh, yeah. So, again, some great ways to get connected to us. Uh, we have our website, realviewmedia.com. You can check that out. And then we have our Facebook, which is Facebook slash realview. Facebook.com, I should say. You have to have that .com. Very important. Slash Realview Media. And you've got a Twitter, Instagram. Great ways to get connected on there, which is at Realview Media. And for sure, maybe you're somehow excited for yeah. everything. Everything. And you want to <laughs> let us know. Maybe you get to see it because I don't know if either of us are going to actually see this movie. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, we'll try. So uh, shoot us an email. We'd love to hear from you, which is realreviewmedia at gmail.com. We'd love to know your thoughts on the podcast as well. Anything you're liking, anything you want to say, uh, we would love to hear from you. So go ahead and drop us a line. Do it. Yeah. Anything else, Matt? No, that's it. All right. Well, then it's been real. Real. <laughs>